everyone uh, equates entrepreneurship with the hustle and part that it takes, and it, and it certainly does. The underrated part is the boring stuff, the accounting, the design and the recipe innovation, the, the stuff that makes all the front-end product possible. Welcome back or welcome to the Business and Board Shorts podcast, where I interview coastal entrepreneurs and business owners. Today's guests are Sean and Brian from Wilmington, North Carolina. They run Sea Monster Sauces, a 31-year-old family recipe dubbed the Surfer Slapping Sauce um, that they brought to market in 2019. Very unique and versatile sauces they will talk about. I do want to say uh, prior to jumping into this episode, my claim to fame for Wilmington was that their Wilmington University Seahawks played the Duke Blue Devils in the 2016 March Madness Tournament. And the Seahawks were my pick to go deep, you know, the Darlings, the Cinderella's uh, to, to make a deep tourney run. And that uh, did not happen as they lost 93-85. And I will say prior to recording this episode, I shed a few tears. But enough about that. Let's dive into this week's conversation. Thanks for joining me. So can you give the listeners the vibe of Wilmington for those that haven't visited before? Yeah, the, the current vibe is very much a, uh, a foodie kind of town lately. Everyone's digging um, artisan, homemade stuff. A lot of local burger shops, taco joints are popping up. And uh, ourselves, we found a need for a local sauce company, in particular, our surface Latin sauce, uh, Wing and Barbecue. Um, and it's, it's been fantastic. Um, the people in Wilmington have been very receptive of it. They're buying it like crazy. We're in a huge retail footprint in the city, over 50 locations. Um, it is a, it's a tourist and college town, um, but that's kind of what we like about it because we can get the, our products out to brand new people and, and, and young people at the same time. Sure. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You're both born and raised in Wilmington? Um, I was a member of a military family, um, and I eventually came to Wilmington to go to UNCW about 25 years ago. I'm a 25-year uh, local at this point. And uh, I was actually born and raised in Massachusetts and moved to North Carolina about 20 years ago, and I've been in Wilmington for eight, and I never want to live anywhere else. Same here. What do you love about it? Perfect weather, nice people, just a Nice, friendly, chill vibe. Sounds good to me. I think I would fit right in. <laughs> talk, about, talk about uh like where did the sauce come from and how like the, the backstory, the beginning part of it all. Well, the beginning is actually sometime during 1989 when I was working on uh, or at a restaurant on Cape Cod and uh, created a sauce to put on chicken wings and ribs and just kind of played around with it, made it maybe once every year, once every couple of years, just for backyard barbecues and things. Never really thought much about it. I thought it would be nice to sell it, but never really got the, the chance. And then uh, about two years ago, my son and his wife bought a restaurant that had wings on the menu, and we added our sauce to their wings, and people loved it. And he started making pulled pork barbecue with my sauce, and people loved it. Uh, 
And after hearing, hey, can we buy this sauce for about six months, I decided it was time to make it available. And we took the first steps. We've had a few uh, expensive and painful lessons we've learned along the way, but uh, eventually we got got the ship off, off the ground and uh, it's really going well now. Would you mind sharing one of those stories, kind of like a big struggle that you were able to, to turn around? The thing is, uh, my sauce is very complex. It's not just a, a really simple thing to duplicate. Once we decided to get it into mass production, it it took several tries and packers to finally dial it in and get it the way it was supposed to be before we were happy enough to say, okay, let's do it. It took a while. It was definitely tricky. It's not, uh, it, it's not your everyday sauce, which hopefully people will all realize someday. Yeah, can you explain to the listeners, what does it taste like? This sauce is, and we, we tout it everywhere as a sweet, tangy heat. It's got, um, and in that order, it becomes sweet on your tongue, uh, and then tangy because the orange juice kicks in and the vinegar, and then the very back end, and we can almost time it perfectly while people are tasting it, you get a slap of heat, which is, you know, we go like that, and people <laughs> laugh, and they spill it on their shirt. Um, it, is, it is exactly that, a sweet, tangy heat, and very much in the North Carolina style of barbecue sauce, because it does have a, a heavy vinegar style to it. And which makes it fantastic on, on pulled pork. It's a, it's a great complement to fried shrimp and fish tacos. And I did my French fries in it. It is an extremely versatile uh, condiment it as well in, as a sauce. He puts them in Bloody Marys. I've been known to do Bloody Marys with uh, the surface flapping sauce, yes. That's impressive. What would you say is the most unique thing that you've heard of somebody slap it on? Ooh, good question. We had a gentleman come up at one of our tastings not too long ago. He's a fisherman, and he brought over some some raw oysters he caught the, the previous day. And he, he was all dressed up in his fishing garb, and he just brought his shucker and five or six raw oysters from North Carolina and shoved them right in front of me, said, give me a slap of that sauce. I slapped him with the sauce, and he shucked one for me. I slapped myself with the sauce, and we both you know did the oyster shooter real quick right there on the spot. Another one is it pairs extremely well with seafood. So we've heard some strange seafood stories with it, um, including octopus and, and mussels. Specifically, black ink mussels is a one that sticks in my head for some reason. I didn't know they existed, but apparently it's good on black ink mussels. And we have a, a neighboring vendor that uh, we sit next to at the flea, at the farmer's markets. He's a beekeeper and sells homemade honey, fresh different forms of honey. And he says that he puts it on anything that they eat that's leftovers. doesn't matter what it is. If it's leftovers from the other day, he just puts my sauce on it and eats it. <laughs> and he doesn't care what it is. I mean, if that doesn't say versatile, I don't know what does. Uh, Bloody Marys to scrambled eggs to fish tacos. There's two things I love. Catching rays and catching new business. But getting tan is a lot easier than getting your business found online. If you're struggling to get new customers from your website, let my decade of experience work for you. Surf on over to callmect.com and fill out a quick form. I'll be sure to answer as soon as I get back from the beach.
I have a question to go back a little bit when you were saying that you were getting into mass production and it was hard to get it quite right at first. How long were you just local to when you were like, hey, we got to mass produce it? We didn't really start selling it until we started mass producing it. Sauce needs to be prepared in an FDA-approved kitchen. So at the time, I was just making it at my son's restaurant for them to use. It wasn't available in bottles or anything like that. So during the time that we were going through all that time waiting for the, the bottler to dial it in and get us ready to go, I continued to cook it at my son's restaurant so that they could use it. And then when we finally got it officially bottled, November 7th, 2019, that's when we started selling it, made it public. And I saw on your website that you have some new sauces coming spring of 2021. Mm -hmm. Is it still on point? It sure is. We uh, just were discussing that. Um, the next sauce is going to be a hot sauce, not in a, not like a barbecue sauce. It's going to be a traditional hot sauce in the five-ounce hot sauce bottle because people want that latest crazy rip-your-face-off kind of sauce. Our next sauce is going to be called Berry Berry Hot, and it's going to be a mixed berry habanero hot sauce. To hit on the entrepreneurship angle, what do you guys think is an underrated trait in an entrepreneur? Everyone uh, equates entrepreneurship with the hustle and art that it takes, and it certainly does. The underrated part is the boring stuff, the accounting and the design and the recipe innovation, the, the stuff that makes all the front-end product possible is the most underrated part because without a business background formal teaching you are learning every single day on how to run a business and most entrepreneurs don't have that yeah the 95 percent of things that that mm -hmm. the end user doesn't actually see i love that okay i'll get you on this last two questions what is the best business advice you've ever received don't do anything that'll get you fired or get you sued. Uh, that's been said multiple times, actually. I'm not sure why they just chose to say those words to me. I don't ever do those things, but it's always rang true. Don't do anything that'll jeopardize the future of, of your business. You can make a lot of small mistakes along the way, but don't, don't do anything stupid. And how about the best life advice? Best life advice definitely came from my parents. And it was just learning by observation, which was, how to treat people and animals. We see a lot of people face-to-face -face and interact with them at farmer's markets and different places like that. And you really need to have that personality where someone feels comfortable talking to you and treat people with respect. We're fun. People enjoy visiting our setups on our booths and trying our stuff because we, we're good people we talk to. And we definitely love animals. And I think uh, I don't trust anybody that doesn't love animals. Where can my listeners check you guys out online and purchase your sauce? We are at seamonstersauces.com. We're also available on Etsy, Amazon, and, and Tundra. And we are, of course, on all social platforms. Um, we have a great time on social. We don't take that part of the business seriously. It's just <laughs> the sauce that's serious. That's right. So everything you see online just is just trying to make you laugh and interact with us. But the, the sauce is serious, but our, our online is not so much. I love that. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks for having us, man. It was great.
You're still here? Well, while I have you, if you found today's episode valuable or useful, I would love if you could head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. It really helps to expand the reach of the podcast. And if not, then just forget the last 10 seconds. Thanks. Talk to you next week.